Another week begins, and already many are asking if they can get a refund on the new year. However, that's not how things work. So we continue on one day at a time. This day is January 11th, 2021, and this is the matching edition of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newscast, newsletter, or whatever you would like to call it. I hope you will call it informative. On today's program, the pandemic continues as Virginia's total case count exceeds 400,000. A Charlottesville school board member seeks one of two Democratic nominations for city council, and the University of Virginia prepares for many events to celebrate the legacy of Martin Luther King Jr. Today's Patreon-fueled shout-out is for the Plant Northern Piedmont Natives Campaign, an initiative that wants you to grow native plants in yards, farms, public spaces, and gardens in the Northern Piedmont. Native plants provide habitat, food sources for wildlife, ecosystem resiliency in the face of climate change, and clean water. Start at the Plant Northern Piedmont Natives Facebook page and tell them that Lonnie Murray sent you. The race for two seats on the Charlottesville City Council began today, with the first candidate to announce a run. Good afternoon. My name is Juan Diego Wade, and it's my honor to announce my candidacy for Charlottesville City Council. Wade has been a member of the school board since 2006, the first year there were elections for those positions. He's won re-election three times since. I know the greatness that Charlottesville possesses, the greatness of its citizens, its staff, its organizations, and businesses. I will seek to bring us together to realize this greatness. Wade has been an Albemarle County employee for 30 years or so and has served as the co-chair of the Community Working Group put together by University of Virginia President Jim Ryan. I believe that I have demonstrated leadership and knowledge of local government, government, which will allow me to hit the ground running. So far, Wade is the only challenger to announce, though Mayor Nakaya Walker announced last February that she would seek a second term. Walker is an independent candidate, whereas Wade is seeking one of two Democratic nominations in the June 8th primary. After the announcement, Wade took questions from reporters. The first was from Nolan Stout of the Daily Progress, who asked what issues Wade wanted to discuss during the campaign. My, my platform, my areas would be um, criminal and justice um, reform. I'd like to see how that can be reimagined, and I think that we can do that if we work together as a community. Um, um, affordable and workforce housing, public education, and the economy. And, and I feel like with those areas, I have experience in um, particularly in, in, in education and the economy as a, a career counselor working with the local shops um, and business owners um, for the last 10 years in my current capacity with the county. Wade's discussion with reporters was happening at the same time city council continued to meet in closed session to discuss hiring of a new city manager. A search firm is no longer working on behalf of the city to identify applicants. Wade did not want to directly address what council should do in this situation, but he did say that as a school board member, he has closely worked with Superintendent Rosa Atkins. She's been in the position since July 2006. When you get a good leader, you have to support them, and um, and that's that's something that you know that I have that I'm um, used to that I understand, um, and that not that that you don't challenge your leaders, you know, with questions and 
and ideas from time to time, but you know, it has to be a team uh, mentality. From that perspective, Wade said he understood what council is experiencing. Governing, um, leading under the best circumstances is really difficult job, and we're not in a, a, a perfect situation now. And and I can imagine that the leaders, the current leaders of Charlottesville, they they have some difficult decisions um, to make. The candidate said that his time as an elected official in Charlottesville has prepared him to make choices when the time comes, if he's elected. Over the years on, on, a, on the school board, the last 16 years, we have made some really difficult decisions. And man, it, it got pretty heated and, and you know, um, some, you know, we got pretty short with each other, but that's part of it. You know, we, we get into this decision, we get in this field to make those difficult decisions. That's why we were elected to, to do that. Aside from the public section that's open before the closed portion of its meetings, council has not had a meeting this year and skipped a regular meeting scheduled for January 4th. They met for about four and a half hours today before adjourning without taking any further action. They will meet tomorrow as part of a joint meeting with the Planning Commission. They had originally been scheduled to discuss the capital improvement program for the next fiscal year, but that discussion has been postponed to February. Eventually, one big-ticket item for consideration by the current or a future council is whether to move forward with at least $50 million in funding to reconfigure schools for 5th through 8th grade. This next comment comes from Wade, the school board member, who has to vote on a budget request to send to council. We will need to look at um, the budget just like in, in every year. We have a great relationship with the city um, government, working with park, I mean, public works and, and city manager's office to, to try to move forward because they know, just like we do, that when we have great schools and modern schools, that that is a plus for the city that that's going to help draw people, businesses and residents in. And so I know that that they want to do it. So far, Wade is the only announced challenger. He said he would wait to see who else seeks the Democratic nomination. And until we get two nominees, I just want to talk about my vision and listen. And I think that if I do that, uh, hopefully it will be one of the two seats um, come next November that you know, that will be able to, to serve the city. Becca Saxon is the co-chair of the Charlottesville Democratic Committee. She said the current plan is for local Democrats to select nominees in the June 8th primary. We are excited to see how the candidates emerge and are committed to making sure voters are able to learn about the entire slate of candidates in the Democratic primary in the months leading up to the primary. Local election campaigns are often community events where people gather together. For at least the first part of this race, things will be a little different. I asked Juan Diego Wade to talk about how the pandemic will affect the race. You know, Charlottesville is all about relationships and and some of those things that, you know, that a lot of candidates could really do well on is having those meet and greets in in different neighbors' living rooms and kitchens and things like that. I don't think that that may be possible this this time around. But what I do imagine is that maybe meeting as the weather warms up in someone's backyard or in a big area where people can spread out and we can talk but certainly zoom will be part of that for you know for you know um, for this campaign um and if there are public forums um that people want to come to 
that it, it just may have to be socially distanced when people meet. Some other background information. Wade is a native of Richmond, graduated from Norfolk State University in 1988, and got a master's degree from the University of Virginia in 1990. In 2019, the Charlottesville Regional Chamber of Commerce honored him with the Paul Goodlow McIntyre Award. The seven-day average for new COVID cases reported each day by the Virginia Department of Health is now at 5,121, with 4,530 reported today. The cumulative total for cases since March has now climbed above 400,000, and there have been nearly 5,400 deaths. The percent positivity today is at 16.7%. The seven-day average for new cases per 100,000 population is 60.1 today. That metric is known as the incidence rate, and it has been rising steadily since November. In the Blue Ridge Health District, the seven-day average for new daily cases is 149, with 126 reported today. There has not been a new fatality reported in a week, and the total count remains at 97. Next Monday is Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and several in the community are marking the occasion with panels, lectures, and a community read. Last week, the Albemarle Board of Supervisors adopted a proclamation marking the county's appreciation of the slain leader and his legacy. Here's Supervisor Donna Price of the Scottsville District. I think too many Americans, when they think of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and they think of Martin Luther King Day, they think that that is a black holiday. Dr. Martin Luther King did nothing but profess and proclaim and protest equal rights for everyone. Martin Luther King Jr. Day is a, is a holiday for all Americans because what he preached and what he lived and died for was that all of us would be able to achieve and enjoy the benefits of living in this country. Megan Faulkner is the Chief of Staff in the Division of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion at the University of Virginia. She has coordinated UVA celebration of MLK for the past 11 years. Like so many things, this year's series is a little different. They begin on January 14th, and they will run approximately through the end of the month. We have about 15 events, um, which will all be virtual and open to the public, of course, free of charge. A full list of those events can be found at a link in the newsletter or go to mlk.virginia.edu. The overall theme for the series this year is Where Do We Go From Here? Chaos or Community? That's based on a 1967 book written by Dr. King. Um, we are doing a community read of the book and we've been distributing copies free copies, 500 copies of that book throughout the community um, at various spots. A panel discussion will be held on January 25th. Um, we'll also have best-selling author Austin Channing Brown on January 20th to give a virtual talk uh, on her book, I'm Still Here, Black Dignity in a World Made for Whiteness. And uh, Dr. Virgil Wood, who is an Albemarle County native, will discuss his book, in Love We Still Trust, Lessons We Learned from Martin Luther King Jr. and Sr. on January 25th. And he'll share his experience attending Hillsborough School in Crozet, Virginia, and Albemarle Training School in Charlottesville. So that should be a very interesting talk. Faulkner said a new activity this year will be financial investments in several nonprofits. These include African American Teaching Fellows, City of Promise, Legal Aid Justice Center, 
Loaves and Fishes, and the Piedmont Housing Alliance. And that's it for this edition of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newscast and Newsletter. I'd like to thank all of those who subscribed over the weekend. I really did appreciate that. Uh, Certainly, I'm going to look for new ways to make sure that subscribers uh, have some way to interact with the program and uh, so I can make sure that you know how important every single financial contribution is. I really appreciate it. It really helps me keep it so I can be flexible to produce as many of these things as possible. I was originally going to take today off. However, there was a candidate announcement, so that became my day. I'm Sean Tubbs, the host of this program, and I will be back tomorrow with another installment. In the meantime, stay safe and still keep the receipt for this year. Maybe we can change the policy. Maybe start a new month, a new calendar. Maybe not. Stay safe out there. Do something nice for people. Have a good day.